What Sound is like this? That. Huh? They were so cool. Yeah. What They're, is this? The Gorillas? Portugal the Man. Uh. They used to be really good, and then they put out uh, the worst song they've ever written, Feel It Still, and that's the only one that got any radio play. Yeah. But do I know it? Um, yeah. Oh, we were just hearing that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a terrible song. Any song that uh, has for its hook or part of its chorus is like a la-la-la or a na-na-na, you should be shot in the head for listening or making it. That's not true. Yeah. The Ramones. Hey, Jude. The Beatles. Yeah, a lot of... Um, Van Morrison it's might lazy. not like what you just said. It's lazy. It Moonlight is, was a bad okay, album. I will say, though, it is lazy. Not to talk a lot about it, but I do from time to time write and record music and uh, I'll never put la 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 yeah. or anything into it. It's lazy. I mean, uh, you put it in your song for one of two reasons, right? Uh, you don't want to deal with the syllable count to like yeah. get you to your next line mm-hmm. or you're making it just so people can do like goofy, like sweet Caroline sing-alongs to it. True. And both of those are fucking stupid. Just put the effort in, make a song, Right, write, write things like I do and then throw them away because you feel self-conscious about them because you won't put la 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 on it. Start the show. Tristan Horse back at you again for episode 85. Our cold opens have been lackluster lately. That's because I haven't been really writing topics down for cold opens. I just kind of press the record button, see what happens. 85 episodes. What was happening in 85? Something with the Beatles, Ringo's Dyke daughter. I don't know. Uh, thanks so much George for listening. Harrison was we'll put see on you tri- next week. George Harrison was put on trial for the Iran Contra scandal and his. Oh, yeah. Paul McCartney blew up the Challenger two years earlier. And then everyone said, oh, we can't wait in 10 years for What's the Story Morning Glory to come out from Oasis. Woo, 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 woo. Episode 85, welcome to the Horse. Back at you again for episode 85. 85 episodes of your favorite fucking podcast. A podcast that comes out every week for you to listen to and enjoy. If I were to count to 85, one episode per minute, you'd be looking at 85 minutes. Longer than our of, normal episodes. Of me just naming episode titles one every minute. That's kind of a long time. That's almost a feature-length film. If you could believe it, Rudy. That's insane. On today, the 85th episode of Welcome to Back at you episode 85. Who do I have with me here? Hey, it's Rudy. Hello, everyone. We're start calling you El Skinny Rudy. No. Folks, we've got news. Rudy's lost about 300 pounds. I used to be about 700. Rudy's lost about 700. Rudy's no, because it, it's been like five episodes That's, since you did a song parody. I, no, I did a song parody two episodes ago. What was it? I don't remember. It really burns me how Tristan it, gets it, in the studio and he just wants to start fights with Steven. Yeah. I've weird, never weird, once tried to do that. Weird. You cannot have a cold open for three months and it's fine, but I want to take a week off because I didn't know we were recording today until about four hours ago. You Same. know, it takes me weeks to get ready with my song parodies. 
Yeah. I uh, could have pulled something out of my ass, but I didn't. You devoted know why? listeners, that's why we take long hiatuses between episodes. You want to know why? Steven needs cold You want to know why? Because I respect the fans. It's true. At 9 a.m. today, I told Steven that we were going to record. You told podcast. me at like 2. It's like five hours ago. Well, Rudy's a good boy. He always assumes that we're doing that we're going to do a podcast every single week. Yeah. Every week, like at 2 o'clock, 2.30, I get a text from Rudy podcast. My friends don't talk to me unless we're podcasting. Unwavering, Rudy. And Rudy. I was hanging out with you recently I'm like a, outside of podcast. I'm like a golden retreat. Retriever. I have like four unanswered texts that I've sent you. That's not true. You sent me a text and then we saw each other 20 minutes later. You cannot count that one. Uh, I will. You will Toledo? Yeah. 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 Uh, the, the guy uh, I saw did uh, look like Will Toledo uh, and you refused to acknowledge it. You brought it. it up to me in person like 15 minutes later. And guess what? You didn't acknowledge it then. Yeah, either. I did. No. Yeah. Jerry. Christian and I, who's been on the podcast, we saw T.I. in downtown Atlanta one time walking. Mm-hmm. Are you sure you saw T.I. or was it T.I.P.? Who's Tip? Oh, Notorious T.I.P.? Uh, his Infernal Majesty. Nice. Um, I don't know what that means. Uh, you know him. You're him? a big him Oh, yeah. yeah. Capital you, H-I-M. Yeah, you got the hardogram on your back. Hardogram's gay. <laughs> it, it looks too much like a uh, pentagram. Well, that's sort of the idea, yeah. Is it the idea? Well, it is half of the name. It's, it's weird. A, it's a uh, portmanteau, as they say. How do you say that? Portmanteau. I don't think I say it like that. And it's not spelled the way you think. It, How do you think the it's The fifth spelled? letter may shock you. Well, the average rube, such as myself, wouldn't know there'd be an E and an A and a U at the end of it. We'd say like P-O-R-T-M-A-N-T-O-E. You know, portmanteau. That's all. If only we could fly. That's crazy. All right. Next segment. Have you seen any tattoos lately? What does that mean? <laughs> have I seen any tattoos? Like any interesting tattoos? Do you have a tattoo that I haven't noticed? No. Just have you seen any cool tattoos that like you took note of when you saw them? Does Steven have a tattoo? You know what? I, I, can't, oh, I can't say I have. I forgot to tell you. My new thing, I'm a tattoo guy. Yeah? I'm into the ink. Mm-hmm. I'm always wanting to see everyone's art. I want to have. see sweet ink. I used Some to save sh- tattoos that I liked that I saw like on the internet. Yeah. You don't uh, have any tattoos. No, I'm not brave enough to. I'm getting a sleeve next week. It's not like a pain thing. It's just like I'm so scared that either um, something that I put on my body semi-permanently, uh, like if uh, say you get a band tattoo, like a week later that lead singer could just be a pedophile. No, true. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm really scared of that shit. Yeah. Well, you know, it sucks because... Um, about three weeks ago, Johnny spent on the podcast. Mm-hmm. He got a, a tattoo commemorating how great it is that the drummer from Foo Fighters is still alive. <laughs> Shut the fuck that up. That did not age well. They're both drummers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he, uh, he got a Taylor Hawkins tattoo with like a poor portrait on it, and it was just birth date yeah. and then a dash and then nothing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah then nothing. So now he finally gets to finish yeah. it. Yeah. It was his birthday to infinity. <laughs> speaking, speaking of weird, bad tattoos. Dave Grohl's got some trauma. He's officially got trauma now. Can we, I don't want to step over what Steven had to say. Can we talk about that for a little bit? Yeah, he needs to, he doesn't need to worry about learning to fly. He needs to worry about learning to go to therapy. Oh, uh, Dave's had a rough life uh, for being a rock star. Yeah. Uh, I forget no, if I, I'd, I'd hate to have a million dollars. I forget if I spoke to both of you about this or just you, Tristan. Uh, but so Dave Grohl apparently has like a real hard issue with trauma. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder why? Because someone uh, someone called him like a week before Kurt Cobain uh, shotgun mouthed himself, mm-hmm. and they supposedly were like, they were like, "Hey, Kurt's dead," uh, and he he went through like uh, 
you know, breakdown. He was mm-hmm. like a little shocked. And then someone called him the next day and they're like, okay, Kurt's not actually dead. We're yeah. good. Uh, everything's fine. So whenever Kurt did actually, uh, whenever Courtney did actually do the thing, um, he was waiting for a call for like two weeks and he was just in shock and it didn't handle well. So people, what, what was he old boy? Was he trapped in the hotel room? <laughs> he couldn't call anyone. Well, he, he was just, uh, I'm sure hey, he was just, just checking upset. in. You sure grief is grief and shock are, uh, are weird things. Okay. Uh, but, uh, yeah. So that happened. His mother died while having, uh, while doing her taxes. She had a fucking stroke. So he's got like, permanent, hey, don't we all folks permanent, like, uh, stresses about money. Like he has an account and do all this shit and he's like very frugal as a result. Really interesting. Yeah. Um, but like people have been as a result, people have been talking like, Oh, Dave must be like really burnt up by Taylor Taylor's death. Mm. Except he's got a wife and a, a step kid or a kid. Yeah. And, uh, I can only imagine what it's like to be like the wife of a man that just died that like you were married to and loved all very right. much. Yeah. Um, and everyone's saying like, wow, his best friend must be in shambles right now. The toxicology, they did it really fast. Yeah. Like, there were over 10 substances. Faster than Bob Saget. Yeah. There was, um, like, what was it, cocaine, Yeah, THC. He had benzos in his system, benzos. too. Benzos. They found Hillary's emails, I heard. <laughs> they found a they second a, laptop belonging to Hunter Biden. 500 cc's of ivermectin in his pumping <laughs> through his veins <laughs> when he reposed. Yeah, it's a bummer. He was good. Yeah, what a loser, though, right? No. Still doing that many drugs when you're 50? Yeah, fuck it. 50. No, it's kind of like the fucking bass player from The Who. I, told, I was talking to Steven about this. Bass player from The Who, like, OD'd on heroin or some shit when he was, like, in his early 60s. Yeah, that's cool. Late well, 50s, it's gay. Ride the, the pony one last time. The problem was he was trying to track down local heroin dealers so he could <laughs> buy the heroin and give it over to the police. What is that a reference to? Pete Townsend. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> I said this. This this sounds so familiar. I saw a guy uh, in Target the other day wearing a Led Zeppelin T-shirt with the the fallen angel the Icarus, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, and that he had the same fucking Icarus tattooed on his arm. Based. That's cool. No, he's he's true to who he, he knows is. what he likes. He knows what a motherfucker like that knows what he likes. Yeah. I was just thinking about that when he said uh, really liking a band, then finding out the lead singer is a pedophile. I don't understand. So the Foo Fighters are just done. Maybe. Probably. They have to be. Isn't he like the founding member? One of the founding members? This is going to sound really bad. Yeah. Uh, Dave Grohl is a better drummer than Taylor Hawkins. Mm -hmm. Or certainly is now. Was before though. Yeah. Um, I I can't imagine he can drum very well right now. I am. Little known fact among my friend group. uh, I saw the Foo Fighters live. You did? I found that out like very recently. No, because you gave me shit for it for the longest time whenever I actually went and saw them. Oh, did I? Yeah. You were functionally just calling me like uh, a boomer. Like I just want to grill music centrist. (laughs) I mean, that is what Foo Fighters are. Bro, yeah, you went and saw the Foo Fighters. How's uh how's that Sarah Bareilles concert you're going to the week after nice. that? I, I would write you a love like song. That. Uh, should, you should just you should just get uh Chris Novacelic and uh <laughs> Pat Smear and then get like fucking uh What's I got Jason Bottom, John Bottom's kid, and just make like a Neb Crooked Vultures part 2. That fucking hate yeah, that. Yeah, hey, that'd be cool. But uh at the show, uh yeah. Taylor and Dave swapped roles a couple times oh, that's and it was fun. it was fun. Did, did they do Smells Like Teen Spirit or something? They did not. They don't do any Nirvana? No, fuck that. You think they do also, like one Nirvana song for an encore? Based on literally everything I know of Courtney Love, too, uh, that would be like a contentious music rights thing. Very litigious, huh? Yes. Oh, she is extremely, yeah. That's right. Her and Dave don't get along at She's all. She's like a constant uh, shit-stirring bitch. I think yeah. I brought this up on one of the early episodes of the podcast. 
Um, she the most notable thing that really pissed me off about her yeah. was she kept saying that Dave Grohl was trying to fuck Francis Bean Cobain. Yes, and that he was like grooming her since since mm-hmm. Kurt was alive. Sensually, like just really fucking shitty things. Yeah. and Francis came out and was like, "No, uh, my mom's a cunt. Dave's been nothing but nice to me and yeah. her. Uh-huh. Uh, the dude's a fucking saint." Yeah, and then Francis said, "No, please excuse me. I need to finish recutting <laughs> Godfather Part Three. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> um, not just saying it because she that's pretty good uh, not just saying it because you know like the whole you know she she could be implicated uh hole was not that great of a band yeah True. i like i like francis bean we're kind of off her but real quick uh one time she was asked uh do you listen to nirvana and she goes no i listen to oasis which i thought was funny yeah that's just because you're a fucking oasis stan <laughs> okay true I was um, actually know who wrote all of Oasis' songs. <laughs> hey, that's a shout out to you. I was recently at a uh, at a Longhorn Steakhouse. Go um, on, and those, they, those are still around, huh? Yeah, uh, it was horrible. Apparently, it was the most. We went on the most common night for birthdays to occur oh, no. because all I heard every fucking five seconds was just yeah. Oh God! Uh, and they wheeled that fucking saddle around. No, apparently, they the, have I've the birthday boy the get on the saddle. saddle. I've seen the saddle. Yeah, I've seen the saddle and the damage done. Yeah, nice. it was it was rough. <laughs> Uh, but they had those little things that are becoming more and more common at uh, shitty chain restaurants where they have like the little trivia kiosks where you can play like games and yeah. stuff and like pay your bill and all that. Um, so oh, like the little screens and yeah. the tables. We were like, fuck it. Uh, we'll pay the two bucks, play a little trivia. Yeah. And one of the questions was uh, it landed on the music category and I got excited. And it said, Noel and Liam Gallagher, <gasps> uh, members of Oasis. Um, are related in what way really <laughs> really and not to be like hardcore like patrician music taste but who the fuck doesn't know that that's kind of like one of their things that is like their aware, most notable they're a thing. brother band if you're aware of oasis yeah or, or like even like top brothers bands of all time it's, naked it's brothers the naked but, brothers and nice. oasis yeah no it's yeah but like it's it's, not, it's almost like uh the thing they're known for as brothers mostly isn't yeah that but hating each other yeah, yeah. oh yeah the, the, the that's like the whole crux of Oasis is they hate each other. It's very weird. Yeah. It's sad for two brothers to hate each other, Rudy. I know it's funny to read on Twitter and stuff. It's sad. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, Cain and Abel. Saddest, uh, saddest story there is. Tale as old as time, a song as old as rhyme. Beauty and the beast. What would your mother say about all this? She'd say he's a cunt, too. <laughs> classic. That's a classic. Um, yeah, but I, I'd say, you know, like, Dave get the, just, uh, he was in the Crooked Vultures, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, him back and, to Dave Grohl, yeah, we never and, finished that. Him and, uh, John Paul Jones and, uh, uh, what's that guy's name? Josh Hom from, yeah, uh, from, um, uh, Queens um, of the Stone Age. Yeah. Okay, so. I almost just said threes and sevens. So, <laughs> Dave and the rest, have, go on. I was I gonna say, you could have asked Pat Smear about it. He was probably your fucking waiter at Longhorn Steakhouse. That's so rude. Nice. Rude to Mr. Smear. Uh, Mr. Smear. Mr. Schmear. Is he Jewish? Schmear? No, it's S-M-E-A-R. Oh, he changed Schmier. it. His family changed it at Ellis Island. Uh, look, uh, go ahead, audience. Look at that early life section on Pat Smear's face, uh, Facebook page. <laughs> Would anyone really be mad <laughs> if... Okay, so like Dave and the rest of the band, the surviving members mm. of... Made a Hotel 666 Studio No. If they brainstorm, they said this is the best thing. They do one tour with this one. They finish the rest of their tour with mm-hmm. this lineup. 
It's all of them, but the drummer's Ringo Starr. <laughs> would everybody actually be mad about that, though? That'd be like a fun thing. I would only have one Get question. Get Ringo in there. Go on. I would only have one question for the audience after seeing uh, Ringo Foo Fighters <laughs> mashup. Uh, I would ask them, are you happy? You know. Nice. That's a good uh, uh, look call up, back to a, Look up Ringo Starr commercials. Yeah. Uh, Just one, maybe every concert you get like a different celebrity. One is Animal drummer. from the Muppets. Uh, Mick Fleetwood. Mick Fleetwood would be a fun Ringo one. Ringo Starr. LL Cool J. LL Cool J. Hologram Keith Moon. I think the only thing that they can really do, uh, they should appeal to the strategy of... David um, Borneas from Angel. They should appeal to another... <laughs> fuck off. Uh, they should appeal to a, the strategy of another notable rock band um, whenever one of their members died. And what they should do is go through all of Taylor Hawkins' private writings um, that like he kept mainly to himself and didn't release and put them out on a really shitty album no. read by a different person yeah. that's replacing him. I think that'd be really cool. Everyone go listen to an American Prayer. Come on, come on, come on, come on now. Uh, way Steal to, my poetry. Way to put a shit-covered cherry on an otherwise flawless discography. Yeah. Is that what they did? They rifled those personal writings. I don't know if it was that salacious. Yeah. I'm I'm bitter about it, so I'm a little mm-hmm. biased. Uh, but like it was all of his full length. Interesting. I don't like so the doors, like, so I say fuck it. To they, my knowledge, Bruce Botnick kind of made like a their their producer. It is me, Bruce Botnick. That's that's funny. Also, the doors <laughs> like are good. That. The doors are good. Nice. Uh, it's a solid discography. They just ruined it. Uh, they brought in some fucking schmo that can't hold a fucking note. And then yeah, and just tried to continue on. No, and they ruined Good. Ray Manzarek's idea for a cool band. Well, they did like uh, one of the tracks on that album because it was a lot of like spoken word over yeah, yeah, yeah. music. I've heard it. It's okh- not good. Yeah, no, it's not good at all. It's their yeah. worst album yeah, for I good per- reason. I mean, American Prayer in my book doesn't exist. Yeah, no, it's yeah they in became, the canon. Not to talk too much about the Doors on the podcast, but no. they they became the greatest Doors cover band in the world after mm-hmm. Jim died because they refused to break. They just didn't break up. Yeah, for some reason. Well, it's because no one, like, unfortunately, no one was, like, clamoring for Robbie Krieger solo material. Like, all, th- like, yeah. the, pro- the problem with The Doors is that, like, all three of those guys, John Densmore, Robbie Krieger, and Ray Manzarek, could have been the best studio musician yeah. of all time. Yeah, yeah, and, easily. But the problem was The Doors made six records in four years, mm-hmm. and they just became Jim Morrison and The Doors. Yeah. Yeah. And when Jim fucking died, like no one wanted to listen to what Ray Manzarek had to say, sh- which is a shame because he was a fucking virtuoso. Yeah, he was a good or- he was a good pianist. You yeah. know? Um, Robbie Krieger was one of the greatest modern like blues rock guitarists. I feel like he really doesn't get a whole lot of credit because in everyone's minds that are even like moderately acquainted with doors it's jim then it's ray and like no one else and yeah, yeah. dinsmore and krieger might it's not, like a smith's issue exist. yeah yeah exactly uh, but they're also yeah, fucking yeah. good um an american and oasis issue too i don't know yeah. any other band members from oasis in case anyone uh was was clamoring for it the full length of um fuck was, uh, texas radio and the big beat and also um writers on the storm those are both poems that are on american prayer in full length hmm yeah there's all the Doors heads out there. Mm-hmm. For all the Doors heads, yeah. L.A. Woman is the last record. The Negroes in the Forest of Azure. Whoa! Jim Morrison said Did, that, not me. You couldn't write that nowadays. If Jim Morrison were alive today, he'd be stoned in the street. Let me tell you all about Texas Radio and the Big Beat. Big hooks, short ropes, which gets me into our next topic. Hallelujah! I'm so sorry. Oh my god! I sat on my tile, which uh, tried to find Answer my. Answer it. No, it's just my tile. Does that mean your tile, like from your kitchen? Little thing you put on keychain? Little button, fine phone? 
I Hallelujah, guys. It's finally over. Did the queen die? No. Steven, you should know all about this. Lynching has been made illegal in America. Yeah. We finally... You know, this sucks. The end of an era. This sucks because I do kill people, and I always use the lynching loophole in order to kill them. I, I was not you know, arrested or brought into court for killing someone because I did, in fact, lynch them. I didn't kill them. So for some reason, because we don't want mean tweets anymore, Robinette, Brandon, decided to make lynching illegal, and I can't believe it. Well, that's good because there's not, like, an enduring legacy in the last 300 years of American history of people lynching other people and getting away with it. Yeah, and so this totally holds those dead people accountable. I'll be honest. I fully don't know the actual legal definition of lynching. Can you not lynch a person and them not be dead? Is I think that, lynching means they die. Yeah, is that true? Is, torture, that a, is that a lynching prerequisite? Lynching is just torturing someone before they die, like in public. Because well, right? I feel like it's it's mob vigilante yeah. murder. Yeah, I feel like that's like the colloquialism. But I always thought that uh that like you could just like hang a dude uh like from like his legs or some shit and that counted as a lynching. No, no, they have to. It's like when someone drowns, you mm. don't drown and then you get then you yeah. you know you die. Drowning it implicates yeah. you die. There's no such thing as drowning to death. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm fully on board in saying that it's just, like, as opposed to, like, fixing actual material problems right now. It's just more ceremonial. It's, it's like, theater. It's like, it's, it's like a, the equivalent of the Kellogg-Briand Pact. You guys know about the Kellogg-Briand Pact? I do not. Following World War One, the Kellogg-Briand Pact was an international treaty that was basically signed by every, like, developed country and also many, like, imperialized territories that had been, like, colonies of European places. Essentially, the Kellogg-Briand Pact made war illegal. Every nation on Earth signed the Kellogg-Briand Pact, and it was just a piece of paper that people like would hold cereal? up and say, like, we did it. Next segment. No, Kellogg. Did, did, did someone who no, founded that company or something... Thinking, you're thinking of the guy that owned the spearhead this? The I haven't the faintest. Actually, it was Clark Kellogg, the sportscaster for CBS. Clark Kellogg. No, I have no fucking clue. I'm not looking it up. This I'm is just a, wondering. This is you a know a lot about the Kellogg... Brand. Kellogg Brand Act. B-R-I-A-N-D. I know. Maybe Kellogg, because I mean, Dole was involved with Hawaiian shit. Yeah. And guess what? He made the pineapple. Yeah, he invented it. I'm just curious. Put a pin in telling us what this is. Let's find out if Kellogg has anything to do with uh, the, the the cereals that we enjoy. I bet it does. There's my, no way, right? I know. I think it does, actually. I mean, like, the Kellogg family was very influential into the 19th century and early 20th. They had a very large fortune. Y'all are out to, y'all, y'all about to After, eat a big old helping a crow. Like, creating rice checks so people wouldn't jack off or whatever, but... Uh, Half of its namesake is of the Secretary of State at the time, Frank B. Kellogg. Oh. Um, he was... What family did he belong to? Uh, presumably the Kellogg family. Ooh. Where was he born? Uh, he was born in... Serial, Missouri. It's Pots, him. Potsdam, New York. Oh, yeah. That's close. Yeah. Uh, he was the city attorney of Rochester, the... Early life. Whoa, Stephen. All right, <laughs> sure. Yeah, brother. Hell Yeah. <laughs> Um, he was born in Potsdam. Uh, his family moved to Minnesota. Yeah, nothing about cereal champ. He's not from Battle Creek. We're good. Battle Fuck Creek, me. Michigan is where Kellogg was. Fuck me. All right, so what's going on with this? What are they doing? No, fun just my point. Sorry, go ahead. Rudy. I was just going to say a little fun fact about Mr. Kellogg I just learned. Uh, the only reason he was ever part of the federal government was that Teddy asked him to prosecute an antitrust case. Interesting, really. Yeah. We need another man like Ted. Teddy the trust Teddy. buster. We need another guy like Teddy. No, because then he'd come after your personal heroes. I know you have a big old poster of Jeff Bezos. Oh, here. true, yeah. 
Oh my god! Imagine the the heads would roll you if you had a real man. You were telling me about a, a great idea you had for Amazon the other day. Amazon, what Amazon should do? Okay, I took the biggest hit of Delta Eight <laughs> right after work, and I took a shower and I was laying in my bed, and I had to tell someone. Amazon, it should be included with Prime. Mm-hmm. You can add it like an add-on to Prime extra six bucks a month so mm-hmm. that'd be about 21 dollars or something a month because okay. prime's like 15 dollars now Ew. it used to be 10 when i signed up it was 10 yeah i remember paying 100 bucks annually for it yeah um i i don't pay annually for anything they're Why? gonna use the staten Cheaper. island union as a an excuse to make prime like 50 dollars a month just so you hate unions um i think it'd be cool if you could pay like an extra five dollars a month to, uh, with your prime membership and the Amazon delivery driver will also maybe just come into your house and like tidy the place up, or like do your laundry, <laughs> or like put your dishes in the dishwasher or something. You yeah. know, vacuum the carpet. Just an idea I had. It's second mile service. They're going is, above and beyond. This is what being a new homeowner does to your brain. It's I'm called, just saying. It's all. It's called Amazon Prime indenture. Yes, <laughs> perfect. Clean your turlets. Fold your clothes. See, I was going to... Have a conversation with me if I'm feeling lonely. Yeah. Where I thought you were going with Buy a it. place nearby for him to stay. Which was a worse Just idea. Just someone to keep your house clean, make your meals and go away. It was a worse idea than what you had, but what I where I thought you were going was you could pay... It was a tiered service. Mm. Um, and depending on your tier, you would get a certain level of hotness in your delivery driver. Only fans Amazon edition. I yeah. never get a hot Amazon delivery driver. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, like, if, if say... It's always some fat freak. Well, say, for the Tristans <laughs> of the world, you get all the fat freaks you want you get all the sspbw queens okay wait a minute uh to come to your door maybe make small talk for a second and then get back and do the next delivery. <laughs> okay they have the delivery <laughs> they deliver your package they place it on the pizza man on, by your front door and the then us. and then uh and then they uh uh you get to watch them drink a, a family-sized jug of hawaiian punch okay i'm listening yeah for only like uh 18 bucks a month and they have to drink the whole thing <laughs> They <laughs> have to drink the whole thing before they leave. And they throw it up, they have to drink that. And then those, they, those and then fear they factor rules. And they go, I can't believe you drink. I drank the whole thing. <laughs> I totally, I was thinking fear about fear factor rules. I was thinking about fear factor the other day. Because uh, I watched fear factor a lot as a kid. <laughs> I really, are you all right? Yeah, you good. Uh, I watched fear factor a lot as a kid. Are you okay? I enjoyed it. I was just making sure that my buddy wasn't choking to death. It's weird seeing a young Joe Rogan like that, huh? Yeah. Well, because. It's it, like, oh, that's Joe Rogan. I never drew the connection. Because oh, they're the same. Joe I have no memories of my childhood. Uh, yeah. I thought that was you just know, a, that's from trauma. That's from probably being molested. Yeah, I got diddled. I keep saying it. Yeah, uh, you guys don't believe me. You weren't diddled. You were fucked. Yeah, well, that's a, that's a diddling, right? Is there an alternate universe where Jeff Probst currently has the clout <laughs> that Joe Rogan has That'd right be now? So cool. Go on. I just uh, it was just weird to me because I went back and watched some like older episodes. I was like, did they have a different host at some point? Yeah. Like, what's the deal? And I realized that this whole time, I thought that Matt LeBlanc had hosted Fear Factor. For <laughs> that's, that's really funny. I don't know why. I think it's just because Friends was on a lot whenever yeah. I was a kid. Uh, whether it was in syndication at that point or what, I don't remember when it ended. But I 2004. Think, I, yeah, okay. So I would have seen it. Began in 98, I believe. That's short. The shorter run than I would have thought. Ninety six. I, I think them and Seinfeld had to have overlapped a little bit. Yeah, Seinfeld went off in ninety eight. Th- this whole time, I just thought Matt LeBlanc was making people eat fucking Madagascar That's really cockroaches. Funny. He's really big in um, England. From front to back, I've really? only ever watched yeah. the pilot of Friends. It's not good. No, not and their apartment's so nineties. But I was going to say <laughs> in, it, in it, a bad it, way. It feels older than ninety eight from yeah. what I remember. They got a frame around the. 
the door hole. They got a framer. It's a character that's kind of wacky. <laughs> that's kind of like Kramer, except it's the friend's version. His name is Framer. He yes, comes sir. and he calls uh, he calls Rachel a slut and leaves. Nice. She was a she was a loose woman in that show. I don't I don't know enough about it. They they y'all, go to y'all a don't remember fake, Smelly Cat. They go to a, you know even like the coffee house they go to is fucking fake Central looking. Perk. Central bro. Perk. Yeah, it's nothing like uh, what's what's Seinfeld Moe's. Uh, Southwest. Fuck! Field. I've been there and I can't remember the I name. Think it's Moe's, right? I think it's Moe's. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that looks like a real place you'd go to. Yeah, because like you can. The Central Perk is like almost like it's has such an open floor plan. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like places don't look like that in real life. You know, in New York City, that place would be like the it, lease on that place would be like seven thousand dollars a it, month. Exactly. Well, this is pre nine eleven, and we're gonna get into that later. Remind me to talk about iCarly's apartment. <laughs> so. <laughs> Leave that in. I don't care if it's a spoiler for an upcoming event. Leave it in. <laughs> what's, what's hey, hey Siri, remind me when I get home to look up iCarly's apartment. <laughs> <laughs> off, like, off topic, but living with Tristan now is so awesome because I just get previews of horse house bits like a week and a half before they get recorded. <laughs> it's, a, it's a peer behind the curtain, but... uh. But yeah, it, but, but like you see Moe's, like the Seinfeld um, cafe, uh, cafe diner, mm. and it's like, it looks shitty. You know, it's nice. I'd like to clarify a statement I made. I I, I erroneously said I went to the diner. Surely yeah, you, that was a set piece. You uh, I went the outside to the, of the real one. I went to the, well, no, I went inside of the one that it's based and on. And it looked nothing like Seinfeld. It wasn't that close. But like they had yeah. Seinfeld memorabilia on the walls. Yeah, and shit. of course. Yeah. yeah. That place is never going to close. Yeah. No, no. Zero percent. Never going to close. Uh, if only because it's bankrolled by Jerry and Larry. Jerry and Larry. I never even thought about them before. Yeah, the Jerry and Larry uh, power hour. Very on funny. Nickelodeon, nine uh, eight central. <laughs> I call Larry I call, David was on Hannah Montana playing himself one time. I call Seinfeld Jerry and Larry like I call the Office Jim and Pam. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that? Was what? Larry David was on an episode of Hannah Montana? I never watched Hannah Montana. I wasn't allowed to watch Disney. That's weird. I wasn't allowed by my family's income, not because of any real that's reason. That's right. You were raised Mennonite, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're all just crazy Mennonites. I can churn butter like a motherfucker. That's not an Amish paradise. That's them, right? Oh, you're doing a song thing. Yeah. Who, who is that guy again? Uh, Amish person? I don't know. Uh, uh, Weird Father Al. Father Jebediah? Oh, uh, yeah. Weird Al. What about him? Every time you would try to turn on the Disney channel, your dad would come in and say, Rudy, 14 years from now, Disney's going to try to turn you trans. <laughs> Damn. Bass Steven. Can that get a bass alert? That's Steven doesn't get enough bass alerts. Alert. I think it's, it's Steven. Is that your first bass alert? I don't know. It's don't one of few. It's a select club. Do you that 98% of lynchings of victim was white? Huh, it's interesting. Stupid. 98. I, uh, wh- where is that coming from? Makes you think. Where is that? I read it in the book recently. FBI. What 98%. FBI fact handbook sheet. Yeah, FBI just facts and statistics over the course of 100 years. 98%. This is so stupid. Isn't that crazy, though? No, because hmm. we're fed by the media to think it was the other way around. So what you're this saying, is what's going to get you canceled. What you're saying is all it took was one drop of black paint to change the statistics around. <laughs> just just blatantly <laughs> lying about hate crimes. <laughs> just something to chew on. Yeah. With, with this lynch bill going through. I'm just so worried about David. He's on the lamb now. David Miscavige from the Lynch. Uh, David Lynch. <laughs> hey, that's pretty funny. Hey, thanks. All right, next segment. Oh, oh, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm getting a report from my man boop, on the boop, street. Boop, oh boop, my boop, god! Boop, breaking boop, news: boop, 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 boop. Taylor Hawkins has officially entered hell. 
He is That's now. Fucked. He has now reached hell officially in the spiritual realm and will now spend eternity there. You don't have to be he this will, way. He will beg God to kill him, but he will never be able to die. So I guess that's how the story ends with him, huh? He maybe, was a good man. Maybe if you guys don't like the end of that story, maybe do some reading. And uh, There's a book I got to recommend for you. Anyways, back to the front <laughs> desk. The Supreme Court has gone woke. <laughs> What a way to answer that. <laughs> Welcome back to the horse house brought to you by the fucking Babylon Bee. <laughs> I have um, nothing else to say on the matter. That's all I had written down. Uh, we would like to the retract. Court goes BLM. <laughs> we would like to retract our story. Uh, Judge Brown is a, is a very good, uh, strong woman. Uh, the Babylon Bee thing. Do you guys see that? Steven mentioned it. I don't know. Oh, and, and then something about not being able to say what a woman is or something. Yeah. Was that, yeah. They just did like a bunch of Tired. weird shit. I think it was about her. I don't, I'm Low not a big head. Babylon Bee head. No, sometimes I'm a, I'm man enough to say it. I'm shameless enough to say it. Just call me William H. I, I, the Babylon Bee, uh, they can post like one funny thing a month. I think sometimes they're like, all right, that's pretty good. But um, most of the time, garbage. Uh, can I share a story? Another of many stories about how Rudy fundamentally misunderstood a situation mm -hmm. and made a bunch of dumb assumptions. Yeah. I thought the Babylon Bee was an onion offshoot for a no. while. So I would see headlines from the Babylon Bee and I'd be like, what the fuck is really? going on? That's really funny that you thought that. Well, because like some of them are pretty nonsensical, so yeah. it didn't help mm -hmm. uh, that it was just word salad of a headline. And yeah. I was like, oh, that's some onion shit. It's well, a little kind like, of riding the fence though a little they're bit. They're memeing the onion, right? Like, isn't that the whole, the whole idea? They're just is, a parody news outlet. Yeah, it's, well, like, they, it's like if they were taking like a onion click hole style stance from a conservative angle my understanding right? they have a conservative leaning though yeah like, like it's catered to conservatives my, 97 out of one every 100 posts is about a, it's a joke involving pronouns so yeah yeah my yeah. understanding of the babylon b is that the only similarity they truly have with like any onion or onion offshoots is just that they're uh heavy air quotes satirical mm -hmm. so they get to they get to uh, stand on the pedestal of, bro, it's satire. We're just like poking fun of the establishment, brother. Yeah. Uh, if you don't like that, you're anti-First Amendment. Engage me in debate. Yeah. Uh, we'll let the marketplace of ideas decide. I just, I have no problem with this new Supreme Court justice. I wish they, when she got confirmed, they didn't give her an anime name. <laughs> I can't pronounce her fucking name. Katani. Because they give everyone a new name when you join their Supreme Court. Yeah. And they gave her like five new names. Kentucky Kanji uh wait until you see the XXX Tentacion. I was waiting for that to go south that whole time. It, it already did. No, not, no, not as bad as it could have gone. Name and I he, said wait until you see the Gundam she has. <laughs> if I made a joke about Sonia Sotomayor's name, Stephen wouldn't say anything about it. True. Well, well you did mispronounce her name, but Mayor. She was an Obama appointee, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She and I believe Elena Kagan were his two appointees. Yeah, yeah. Elena Kagan. We've talked about poor Elena before. Yeah, who gets no fucking spotlight. She gets no pussy either. True. I was going to say, you no see spotlight, the way she looks? no pussy. Maybe. Yeah, I know. She has like a fucking receding hairline. That bitch is <laughs> fucked. But like to be on the Supreme Court, like to, to be a Supreme Court justice hmm. before, you know, Biden had to buy his ticket to heaven. Mm -hmm. uh, Where Taylor Hawkins is. Where Taylor Hawkins is. You know what? We're going to speak life. Uh, you're right. I was wrong to just announce something that I heard Thank you. in my ear. 
officially enter the realm of yeah, hell. Yeah, it's uh, it's called irresponsible but, platforming. Um, we actually, do it a lot. we're gonna do. I want to do a bit of a personal life search on his Wikipedia. And we're gonna see where where his what his stance was religiously, and then I'll be able to formally say whether or not Taylor Hawkins is in heaven or hell. Steven, I don't want to know it. I just know it's gonna disappoint me. Yeah, he's <laughs> definitely. I'm not gonna assume. No, because when I announced Norm Macdonald's death, I made a joke about how he's in hell. Mm-hmm. And then when I was editing, I was like, well, let's be sure. And I found out Norm Macdonald's actually a Christian. Well, um, and he talked about it a lot. Christian isn't really enough, though. You're no one to judge someone else's relationship with God. What do you mean? Who are you? Explain. God. <laughs> Stephen, oh my what are you God. getting? Hey, maybe he's a like Roman. God. Hey, he might be Roman Catholic or something. Yeah, but that's still not going e- to hell. That's not even enough. <laughs> Oh, I'm still looking. I just okay. I tuned out while I was. Guys, he's Pentecostal. <laughs> he's Unitarian. That's oh yeah no one way ticket. Went to that big old question mark in the sky. You guys are both competing to see who can find the rel- the religion area first on Wikipedia. Yeah, no no known religion. Interesting and no religion too. <laughs> yeah, you may say I'm something, a dreamer. <laughs> something feels really uh, untoward. About looking up a person's religion <laughs> right after they, they die. To, to see if they went to heaven or hell. <laughs> Was Taylor Hawkins Jewish or Christian? Ooh, it's one of them. From, uh, from some fucking wiki site, Taylor Hawkins, according to a few news outlets such as A Real News, follows the Christian religion. His ethnicity, on the other hand, has remained unclear. Yeah, see, that's like <laughs> fake. That, that's like some weird bot shit. And then in the same subsection where uh, it poses the question, was he Jewish or Christian? It makes a point to say he rose to prominence as Alanis Morissette's drummer on his Jagged Little Pill tour. Oh, yeah. No. (laughs) (laughs) Was he the drummer on the Jagged Little Pill tour? Evidently. Interesting. Really? That shit was written by an AI. I don't know. He's probably good. It's definitely AI. He's good. The Supreme Court's bad. Damn. Oh, my God. Wow. Uh, Three equal branches, Stephen. It's 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 inherently undemocratic. Yeah, it's nine people that get to decide the constitutionality of all law. Yeah. We don't elect them, and they get to serve as long as they want to or until they die. Next, you're going to say you don't like the electoral college. Yeah, what are you crazy over there? What are you crazier than that over there? Uh, no, but I don't believe in democracy, so therefore I'm okay with them. <laughs> I I've actually talked about the president before in the role I think he should serve. So him establishing judges, that's totally a part of my my plan yeah. if, if I ever had my way. Yeah, like um like Bain. Because his, his 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 so the president's choosing of judges would basically be the majority of America's choosing of the judge. Yeah, because the since people they, made the choice. Since they made the choice to elect yeah, the president. Yeah, you're just deferring yeah, and, the choice down the whoever line. Whoever gets the most votes in the election always becomes president. I, I have a, a proposed... That's why we make adjustments to the electoral college. Uh, Rudy, perfect uh, rebrand of everything. Okay. Uh, I have a way to fix the, the judicial branch of the United States. Go on. Get um, rid of it. It's still nine people, um, but they have no legal background. They're all engineering or chemistry majors. Mm-hmm. Um, and they rank higher than the president. They control everything. I think it should be nine people with Down syndrome. See, so uh, it already see, is. Even you're getting into that. I thought you were going to say Supreme Court, bad, this, that, bad. A drum circle and people smoking weed making the decisions. <laughs> is that what you want, Stephen? You don't want uh, authority somewhere? Woodstock, some hippies from Haight-Ashbury. Running the show? No, because half of those people would be CIA operatives. True. Actually true, though. That's a base alert. You get two base alerts in one day. It's pretty good. 
the Supreme Court goes woke. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I'm going to name my first child, just on the side. Uh, yeah. Broth. It's completely... I was name. I was upsetting my girlfriend on the way here, because I don't know any of the Kardashians or Jenners. Yeah. And she was getting upset so that, I, that I, did, I didn't know their names. It, no, I just don't. It's not. Hey, I don't take like an air of superiority. I just don't know. Yeah, hey. you, def- you don't know who was married to Kanye West. That's Kim. I know her. But I didn't know, like, uh, I now know uh, Chloe, uh, Kim... Courtney, I don't know, whatever. But I was just guessing names. This isn't podcast material. Which one's the big story. one that's small now somehow? Chloe. Like Chloe. I like Courtney the best. I actually think Kim's ass was bigger, but I always liked Chloe. Chloe. Chloe is the one that Chloe was the tallest one that um has had the largest struggles with her weight. The OJ and, one. And was often no, Courtney, people said was OJ's. Yeah, and she is. She looks just like him. Courtney is the one with the nice ass. They all have nice asses. Kendall's, People often say Courtney is the least problematic Kardashian. She is, though. Kendall's the one in the Pepsi commercial, right? Yeah. Kendall yeah. is the Pepsi and commercial. And that's girl. Caitlyn and Chris's daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as Mr. Kardashian. And as weird is daughter. Kendall's other full sister, whose name is... Chloe, Courtney, Chris, Kylie. Nice. Kylie. There we go. Very good. Uh, yeah, I knew they were all K names, uh, and silly names got me on the subject. Uh, I was just trying to brute force names, so I was like... Uh, like I knew, I knew Rob's name started with an R, so I was just like, Ra, Rope, Rock, Rhodesia Kardashian. And anyway, I arrived nice. at the, I arrived at the idea that my stage name, if I ever have some sort of career entertainment, will be Rocks Kardashian, which I just Not think bad. sounds good. It Not rolls bad. off the tongue. Speaking of entertainers, Smash Mouth has released a new single with their new lead singer, Steve Harwell, or whatever his name is. Steve Isn't Harvey. It? He's he's no longer it's like Harwell, isn't it? I don't know. Um, he's no longer the lead singer of Limp Bizkit. Limp Bizkit. <laughs> he's, he's no longer the people have made those jokes. Guy Fieri, Fred yeah. Durst, and um, Mr. Harwell. Mr. Harwell. Um, because because he, he was doing that thing where he was throwing up like Sieg Hiles at that concert and like yelling. Well, I saw, then right after that he stepped down due to medical issues. So also, there was rumors that it had to deal with vaccination. Oh, really? I, I I never confirmed any of them. I'm just saying that uh, I saw they're a huge online. libtard band. Which it's strange that they wouldn't want to do vac- that he wouldn't want to do vaccines. I'm just I'm just telling you what I saw. I don't know if it's true or they not. They would do pizza reviews to the very large audience, like these little mom and pop pizza restaurants, and sometimes give like one star and say really mean things. I was thinking like you kind of have like a big like a sizable platform. No, Are you talking stoked. about Dave Portnoy yeah. right Maybe now? Maybe try to shut people. You're talking down. about fucking barstool sports or whatever. No. Yeah. They were also doing pizza reviews for a while. I don't like that man. Why is he famous? Dave Portnoy. Yeah, he's he very founded Barstool Sports. He, he ran. He runs a a, a somewhat a now pretty popular sports website. He's very grating to me. Oh no, I like him. I think he's cool. Well, he's, he's also had multiple sexual assault allegations. Yeah, that makes that you f- feel better. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but he also has hundreds of millions of dollars. Smash Mouth singer mocks coronavirus pandemic at Pax Sturgis motorcycle rally. Interesting. Concert. Wow. So it must have been the other band members. They were always making big libtard stinks. Because it, it, it would all just come from the Smash Mouth page. So I just assumed everyone was in on it. Really? Yeah. Well, good for Holy him. Holy shit. Sturgis has an awesome lineup. What the fuck? This is, is from August 2020. Sturgis Motorcycle Festival for the listeners. Uh, Biggest festival outside of Bike Week. Smash Mouth was one of several musical acts, including Trapped. Headstrong, I'll take you on. Uh, my personal favorite of this list, Night Ranger. Uh, Saving Abel, Buck Cherry. 
uh, Reverend Horden Heat. Hell fucking yeah. 38 Special. Hold on loosely. <laughs> Quiet Riot and Big Skillet. Damn. Holy shit. Boomer bikers are awesome. Uh, Frontman Steve Harwell, though, told Steve the Harwell. crowd. Frontman Steve Harvey. He. This is apparently what um, what NBC News counts as uh, bashing the pandemic. We're all here together tonight. Fuck that COVID shit. Oh, that's that's like barely anything. Yeah. Oh, fuck it. Well, who anyone could say that. Him, the lead singer of Cake. Well, they actually got. That's funny because we're now going into this. They have a lead singer now. A new lead singer doesn't look like Steve Harwell. Maybe it sounds like him. Who knows? Maybe he can be the judge. You know how the, all those bands that are washed up, they do covers of 80s songs. Weezer very famous to do with yep. Africa, and it got bad. them very bad. pretty... Um, it got them a, a lot of uh, radio time, though. Yeah, it got them pretty popular again. Journey hired that Malaysian guy. Um, yeah. True. Um, and so it looks like Smash Mouth is trying to hop on that train by, you guessed it, with their new lead singer in his first... Janie Lane. In his first elite um, Olivia Rodrigo, his first single was Smash Mouth. It is a cover of "Never Gonna Give You Up." Fuck. So here is "Take It Away," Smash Mouth. Never gonna give you up. The cherry pie eating contest. <laughs> I'm gonna be putting my microphone down. Just listen. Kind of like pop punk. Smash Mouth was originally a ska band. You know the rules and so do I. A full commitment's what I'm thinking of. You wouldn't get this from any other guy. I just want to tell you how I'm feeling. Gotta make you understand. Never gonna give you up. Never gonna let you down. Chorus is trash. The music for the verse is actually pretty nice. I really didn't like the synth intro. Um, the synth, the synth line is weird, but there's a precedent for it in Smash Mouth. The synth made me feel like I was at uh, PAX in 2005. Nice. MC Wars. Uh, MC Frontalot, probably. Lead singer's like a haggard old woman. Can I, I? I've got my opinion on him that I'll say in a second, but. like a Dragon Ball Z villain. He sounds okay, like if, bit. if Smash Mouth was doing an impression of Bruce Dickinson. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Tristan, that's the lead singer of Iron Maiden. I'm not fucking with it, though. You can tell like he, he, he's trying to do like a Steve Harwell impression, though. A little bit. Definitely. I have a question for uh, literally anyone. Bridge, yeah. Bridge. Uh -oh. you, can we get 10 seconds back, please? 10 seconds back. I need to hear that again. <laughs> yes. They got the fucking, this Yo Gabba Gabba. They got the tubby custard machine on soap. <laughs> I gotta wipe these wobble tears from my eyes. Lame. The tone on the synth is so strange. What a cringe it's song. A strange choice to, to choose. No one wants to listen to this. No, but if you still if you still like Smash Mouth in 2022, this is 
something that you've been waiting I guess. for. Well, yeah, if you still like Smash Mouth in 2022, and ironically, you'd like anything, including a bowl of shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm done with it. Uh, I have a Not question. For it. I have a question for any person anywhere. That well, can Biscuit's give me a lineup has never answer. changed. Go on. Uh, what the fuck is Smash Mouth's uh, like unifying sound? Like with a different singer they that were, you can't recognize they were, as they All-Star were doing band. it. They were doing it in the beginning. Let's listen to it. They were a ska band. Well, sure, but like they have like that upstrum yeah. on it. But that's like that's the only part of this the, that makes me feel and like then they oh, kind that's of Smash like like after walking on the sun and other stuff. They just went straight pop punk. You, did they go straight pop well, punk I mean, after yeah. like the pop, early two like, thousands? But like very neutered pop punk. Yeah, I mean like you're about to hear it. No teeth. Yeah. The up the yeah. up picking is the only thing. Yeah. But that, that, that that's just their thing. That's but their like, sound. Okay. Up here, thing. I'll I'll yeah. I'll uh I'll do a little circle back, a little callback. That's what they call it in the biz. Uh circle back. That, that's what that cunt Jen Saki would say if she was doing, here. They're doing Fuck a, her. They're doing a doors right now. They've lost their iconic lead singer that uh was really the the face and voice of the band. And they've lost all of it. Can I get mm-hmm. that one synth runner? No. See, that's the that's the thing, though, Rudy. I don't know why they would go searching for a new lead singer. Mm-hmm. Their whole band is their lead singer. Uh, Here's the other unlike, thing. Sorry, I have to say it. Unlike uh, The Doors, where they had skills, yeah. uh, they had like, actual like tangible technical ability, and they were fucking amazing at what they did. These guys think that they do and don't accept right? that they can't yeah. carry a band without Guy Fieri. Yep. Yeah, they true. had an image, and now it's gone. Congratulations, you're the Ataris now. Yeah. But, <laughs> but beyond that... Um, for what it's worth, you talked about like wash up bands doing like covers and stuff. Mm-hmm. The thing that made the Weezer shit work is that there's an undeniable earnestness to what Rivers Cuomo does. Yeah, even and, and the other members shit. of Weezer. Like it might not be for me, but you know that he's not like there's no like cash grab there. He's doing it earnestly, if not maybe a little tongue in cheek. Yeah. But but the musicianship and everything is still earnest. This what is the market for this? Yeah, right. It has eighty six thousand views. Who on wants <laughs> like, like who, dismal? Who want dismal world? Who wants <laughs> to listen to this? Yeah, like unironically, <laughs> no one. Well, and it, it's, it's for the headlines. The song doesn't matter. It's for the headlines. Yeah. Smash Mouth releases new cover of Never Gonna Give You Up. Bam. That's all you need. Don't even listen to it. Oh, what a funny headline. They did that. Yeah. Did we they wish- have like Bernie Burns direct the music video? <laughs> like, what is this? That's rude. We wish Steve Harwell well, though. Um, I imagine dude probably has about, I'm going to say $10 million. Look it up. I'm going to say about 10 years. Are you including real estate? Or are you saying liquid? His net worth is $10 million. Uh, I'd say 3.5. Uh, question. Um, I mean, Fred Durst has like 50 for some reason. How can we get Steve on the show? Easily. We should reach out and see if we can interview him. I'm getting Ben Mala first. Okay. Do we all accept celebrity net worth as a the website well, the first celebrity number network. that pops up i say it i don't i don't know if it's viable but it's all we got yeah it's like bathtub gym. i'm just making sure we all accept the source so we can yeah. what, uh except why is it pretty bad uh 2.5 oh wow steven good job i guess i was being a little too nice to him by saying 10 mil huh? yeah limp biscuit was the biggest band in the world yeah. for a period of time I mean, what do you M- think fred's is? mickey avalon fred durst he has like 40 or 50 million dollars i'm sorry you said the name why uh, 
what's the what's Mickey Avalon's deal? My dick. I only know the My, my dick. dick song and, and um, Jane Fonda. So he was just like a big jokey man. He was signed to MySpace Records back in the day. Uh huh. He was really popular for Jane Fonda and My Dick. He was, was Dirt Nasty. Like 2005, he was huge online. So was Dirt Nasty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Simon Re- Simon Rex, aka Dirt Nasty, aka like, Rex Orange County, kind <laughs> kind of like prolonged it into protege of Mac DeMarco. He was in. Rex Orange County, no. I was always told he was. Home shakers. I mean, I think I think he's not a proje too. They were in the same but well, everyone Rex, Orange, learns Rex Orange County is just like he's just another like indie pop guy. You got like, me fucked up. Is that him? Yeah. yeah. Um, you got me fucked up. Senor Brandon. Uh, I'd like uh, to note for the audience, just because they can't see it, Tristan's wearing um what's what I'm gonna call a hoodie. Uh so and the zipper is actually only at the very highest point, yeah. uh, and he has the rest of it just. I mean, I don't think Tristan cares if you say what he's really wearing. What, what kind of weird joke were you doing? Uh, well, you had it, you had it like this, and you're going, "Senior Trump." I was not doing that. Well, like a cholo one button thing, and the rest is open. You said you said Did I do that. You made <laughs> the sound, and then you went, "Oh, I kind of like that." I watched the gears turn in your brain, and you went, "You got me fucked up." <laughs> All right, what were we saying? I don't remember anymore. Ariba, Ariba. Oh yeah, yeah. Simon Rex, like, like he he politicked it into like, um, scary movie. Yeah, he did. He did uh, What's Fred's net worth? Twenty. A twenty. Okay, that's good. That's Weird Al's net worth. So I don't know that what Fred's doing or what Weird Al isn't doing. He was in that one art house movie last year that got really good reviews. Dirt Nasty? Yeah. Really? Good for him. I, back, okay. I'm it had little, like Peanut Butter Falcon vibes. I didn't listen, see Listen, fine. I'll be a little shameless right now. I'll be a little crazy. When I was little, I watched Scary Movie 3. I thought Dirt Nasty was like the hottest man in the world. And that's interesting because you want to know what he did before he did my Porn. Dick. Don't worry. I've looked it up. <laughs> don't worry. Even, <laughs> don't worry. I've up. watched it. Whoa. Yeah. Don't worry. Never seen it, but I know about it. What do you think MC Frontalot's doing nowadays? Don't know who that is. Fucking MC having, Front Bottoms having gay sex with uh, uh, Adam Sessler. No, that's rude. In the Twitter DMs about Brandon, Adam Sessler from X Play. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's an insufferable cunt. Uh, what's the other man's name? Alex Kevin Pereira. Kevin, Kevin Pereira. Pereira. Yeah. Uh, do you guys which way? <laughs> oh, which I, way do you go? Do you go well, Kevin Pereira, Olivia Munn, or do you go Sessler uh, Underwood? Oh yeah, it was Morgan? Wasn't Underwood on X Play? She was on Attack of the Show. Oh, okay. Kevin, Ke- Before, Kevin Pereira, and Olivia Munn. On, after she was a recurring character on Girls Next Door. Kevin Pereira, Kevin Pereira, and Olivia Munn. If you asked that me when was, I was a kid, it definitely would have been Sessler no. and Webb. But yeah. now, see, that's funny, Stephen, because when I was a kid, I only watched Attack of the Show. Before, I didn't watch anything else. You weren't Attack a huge like. Correct. I wasn't a gamer. Wrong, you weren't a huge gamer. No. Before I knew what porn was, I remember finding the YouTube video where, if you guys remember this on Attack of the Show, they had to pop balloons in an unconventional manner. Yep. Uh, yep. And I remember replaying that. And I was like, uh, yep. I what, do remember that. Whatever the 10 year old equivalent of, um, wow, she's getting fucking railed right now yep. was, that was happening in my brain. Yeah. No. Olivia Munn. Hoping she'll that she'll give me some or some Rosie Jones man. <laughs> racks on racks hose on. Is hose, oh, man. Racks on racks on. So, racks so racks what's man. the Matt who listens to the show? I think he was Matt. He corrected me the other night and said that uh, Attack of the Show is actually on Twitch and also television. He said he can yeah. watch it on TV. I I don't know about the TV thing. I know they have a Twitch. This has now. to be <laughs> some sort of like streaming webcam setup for Attack of the Show though. There's it's, there's not like a multi camera. I mean, thing with a set on no, Twitch. There, there is. Yeah. 
Why not? What's it look like? And, and they run produced bits. Who I put, watched, who put I watched, all the money into it? Who's paying for this? China. Is, I, does G4 still exist? Uh, the There's no way. The answer is the Democratic People's Republic of North Korea. <laughs> uh, but I watched I watched one of the produced bits. They were doing a, it was like an X-Play review. Produced of bits. Like, yeah. What does that mean? It means like we are going to cut away to a bit that has been produced that we can put in between the Pre-recorded. live Pre-recorded. Sure. Oh, wait. On the, on the attack of the show, Wiki... It uses the past tense for the. It says, uh. Oh, I'm sorry. It just came up organically. They didn't produce it? They didn't produce it? Wait, Rudy. They stole I, someone's content? I think Rudy has a bombshell here. What's going on? I here? don't know if it's true, but on the, on the attack of the show wiki, or it's just called the attack now, is my understanding, probably for branding reasons. Yeah. Um, it says was a live web broadcast. Uh. But I think uh, it's still current uh, on G4's Twitch. I'm going to, I'm going to dig a little bit. Oh, G4 does not have a Twitch channel anymore. Oh no! Their uh, their Twitch link is broken. So who's Kevin Pereira's co-host on the new attack? I don't know because Olivia Munn's like been getting acting work. That's not. Oh yeah, she's no, not doing no that. No way, anymore. she's yeah. doing a Twitch show. Yeah, she was fucking Psylocke. Hey, uh, I think towards the end, didn't she get too big for Attack of the Show and leave? Yeah, a yeah, little she bit. got replaced. She was yeah. on the newsroom. Wait, I wrote. Osama oh. bin Laden's dead. Oh no! Do I have that? America is not the greatest country on earth. When Olivia Munn officially left Attack the Show, mm-hmm. I wrote a impassioned post about it on Facebook. Can you give us, I, I know you can't find it, but can you give us a taste? It was just a very dramatic thing about how Olivia Munn has left the building. Uh, Did like an obit for her career? Yeah, basically <laughs> though. Uh I, I just spent so much time looking for it on Facebook. But Facebook actually did away with all of the notes that were ever written on there. <laughs> Public notes. You guys remember notes on Facebook back in the day? I know notes you on Tumblr. Notes. Uh, I remembered that from MySpace, but I did not. <sighs> I mean, Olivia Munn, for a brief moment, all, well, vacillated with being an A-list celebrity. I mean, she yeah. was, she still does. She had a she had a big role mm. on X Men. She still she does. Who, who's she fucking she in right now? Orlando Bloom. Um, Donald no, that's Glover. Katie, that's John Benet Ramsey. Um, she was in a relationship with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that's a pretty big time shit. He was host of Jeopardy. <laughs> That'd be awesome if Olivia Mudd was fucking Ken Jennings. Oh, no, uh, she had a kid with John Mulaney. Evidently. Yeah, he had a kid. With, oh, kid yeah. Kid. How, what did John Mulaney do to, to, and then he to pull that tale? Hey, that's what good pussy does to you. It makes you relapse. Hey, guys. Uh, this is my he didn't relapse again, did he? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he did. Like, within, like, the last two weeks? Within the last, like, year? He's a junkie. No, no, he relapsed. He went in, and then he came back out and fucked Olivia Munn. Yeah, he, Once you relapse, you always relapse. Yeah, he's a lifelong junkie. Hey, guys, check out this video. Okay, first of all, this is not a regulation no, dog, so well, you're no, raw dog really, in here. It's really thick. Huh? Well, thank you. Uh, let's move this out of the way. This is the Wait, turkey dog. Classic. What do you need to do? Uh, well, I thought you'd just rob bite it. Now, I asked for a tricycle. Apparently, we don't have that in the budget. But we did get this solo cup yep. full of mustard. Yep. Oh, so oh just a ceremonial yep. dipping. There we go. There's a little drip on it. Don't worry they know who their target audience was. Yeah, they do. Raw dog it, man. Now, you have to have some, what? some inertia. You're not. You're kidding, Pretend right? you're on the back of the motorcycle. I'm thinking you're getting to the string. Yeah, this is hot. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah, take it, Olivia. No, no, no. You'll be fine. Yeah. I, th- I think the string is the least of the worries here. Oh That's not going to be the Asian yeah. girls everywhere. Yeah, UCLA. Okay, so you'll be in front of the, okay, How much Asian is she? She's like Hoppa, right? Yep. Yep. 
Wow. Imagine if that was a dick. Imagine that was a cock. Me as a as like a ten to thirteen year old. What are those? A penis? Yeah, that was like in my spike days when I, when I'd watch Mansers and jerk off because they had a bunch of girls and can boobs float? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we asked a hundred guys. Is the Supreme Court woke? <laughs> All right, next segment. Oh, oh, Rudy. Oh no! Oh no! Rudy, me, 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 me. That was the longest one. We say that every yet. time. No, I swear <laughs> on a stack of Bibles. Correct. That, that uh, is the longest one we ever had. Um, this, this, I'm just pulling this one out of my ace. What hundred funny South Park moments? Um, moments when Family Matters went too far. <laughs> Top ten most emotional scrubs. Episodes, full HD Turkish subtitles. Made this beat retarded, so I'm calling it a slow jam. Savage's viral clip of uh, the week. Yeah, baby. Remember when this segment used to be good? I'm running out of steam fast. You look. Peter I know Gabriel. you look like Hank Jr. right now. Do I? Thank yeah. you. Yeah, I appreciate that. You look like Hank Jr. I've been trying to think who the fuck does Rudy look like? It's Hank Jr. That's how thin. Father I am, of man. Hank the Third. And also of a dead daughter as well, hey. recently. Um, and also, I think, <laughs> like, Hank, Hank, Hank Jr.'s, like, wife died, like, a couple weeks ago, too. We'll find out. Yeah, can you look that up? Because I feel like he suffered two tragic losses in the course of, like, two years. Yeah, he was actually having gay sex with Taylor Hawkins on a pretty regular basis. Uh, his daughter... <laughs> His daughter Catherine, uh, the only one of his five children not to pursue a career in music, uh, died on June thirteenth, twenty twenty. I got Hank in my head. I'm trying to affect a twang, and it's not working. What happened? Uh, in a car, car crash. crash, the age of twenty seven. Yeah. Um, she, she now joins the twenty seven club. What the fuck? Hank three's name isn't Hank. Is it true? Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's Shelton. Oh, I hate that. Penny. Oh my god, that's a viral clip of the week. Man, we told <laughs> Holy shit. So this is Nicolas Cage on the red carpet in London. Mm-hmm. Live um, at the premiere of my dream movie, Con Air 2. <laughs> you wish. Dumb. I, I literally do wish every night before I go to bed. Here's what Nick had to say on the red carpet. Well, I, I, really, I really like shortbread. And whenever I'm in England, I, I go get a tin can of shortbread. And I was feeling kind of into some shortbread so tonight i wanted to dress like i was a can of shortbread <laughs> that's nicholas cage enjoying i out my, broke out my plaid actually i was i didn't know what i was gonna wear you see? i love I seeing him without a beard i don't like bearded um Nick you're wrong cage. for that no um even though he is bearded in mandy i think he looks great in mandy but I like a classic bare-faced Nick Cage. And it's so nice to see him, one, bare-faced, and two, on a big-time red carpet in London uh, at the premiere of his movie that is full of cele- big, big celebrities. Isn't it just Pedro Pascal? Is yeah, that that's okay. all you need. Oh, yeah. All right. And, uh, no, there's more. Um, 
Someone else is in there. I, I forget. Um, Steve, Steve's the fact checker on this shit. <laughs> no, because I, I, I remember being excited for this movie when I saw yeah. it was in pre-production like I'm a year and a half I'm ago. I'm super excited to uh, see it. But he Patrick just looks... He, he's in the spotlight. It, it's about time he's in the spotlight again. It, it's been a long time coming. Nicolas Cage has always been a good actor. He's fantastic. He's Mandy great. and Pig were his way to get back in here. He sells everything so hard yeah. that he does. No, he's the best. Tiffany Haddish. Huge. Yeah, Timothy, ha- Timothy Haddish. Who that? Tiffany Haddish? You Tiffany. know who Tiffany Haddish yeah, she, is. She was in that Eric Andre movie. I don't know that person. You totally fucking know who it is. You're being I, Neil Patrick Harris. I promise you I don't. I, Mad TV alum Ike Barinholtz, yeah, Artie Lang, <laughs> that'd be awesome. <laughs> Sharon Horgan, Sharon Horgan, very. Rudy, you've talked ag- ad nauseum, ad nauseum about ad nauseum. Sharon Horgan, very, Sharon Horgan's a very famous British comedian. She was in Catastrophe with Rob Delaney and the late Carrie Fisher. Comedian, that's I, out, dude. I can't tell if I'm in the Truman Show right now or not. Sharon Horgan. <laughs> don't just say the name again. You don't know who Sharon Horgan is? Paula no. Poundstone? You don't know Paula Poundstone? She was in Divorce? Catastrophe is a great show. It ran on like BBC Two or something. It's Rob Delaney, famous internet guy. Where's yeah. Speedo on Twitter? Okay. And and Carrie Fisher played the mom. It was, I know it her. Was a very, it was a very famous show. Talk about people going to hell. It was oh, both. Sure it, it, it was beloved. Huh. It's nice seeing Nicolas Cage back in the spotlight, motherfucker. He deserves it. Yeah, talk about it, Rudy. What's your favorite three Nicolas Cage movies? Uh, Don't say Port of Call, New Orleans. Uh, in order. Wait, why can't you say that? Because he doesn't deserve it. It's a fantastic movie. In order. Uh, Werner Herzog. Mandy Conair. Uh, whichever one uh, that has him screaming, I'm a vampire, I'm a vampire. I think vampire's in the title of that film. It's got to be, right? Vampires bite. It's not the weatherman. Vampires. Vampires colon, suck. Bite back. Vampires suck. This pussy grabs back Donald Trump. You Vagina fat piece de- of shit. Vagina dentata. Vagina dentata. Teeth. A pussy that grabbed back. Who do you think would win in a fight? Lily Singh or Chelsea Handler? Chelsea Handler. Without a doubt. She's an old. <laughs> she's a tough fucked broad. up. Gruff bitch. Yeah, she's a fucking scrapper. She will she She'll, will rip Lily's pussy. She will circumcise Lily. You sound like, like Joe Rogan talking about a chimpanzee right now. <laughs> like beat for beat. Chelsea Handler would climb over a hundred good pussies to get to a little boy's asshole, you know what exactly. I'm saying? You misquoted the lyrics slightly and they sound very pedophilic now. Get to what a little boy's asshole. Okay, well you why don't you Get rid of that, and you say my joke for me. Staggerly, I crawl over 50 good pussies just to get to one fat boy's asshole. What is that? Deliverance? Yeah, Deliverance. Deliverance. Have we talked about Deliverance? Did, did we? It's funny that you brought up. Wait, who posed that question again? The, me. Yeah. Lily Singh. Mm-hmm. It's funny you brought her up. Did we do a segment on her a long time ago? Probably. Because she, she had that she had that dreadful late like night show. first came out. Yeah. Like probably that first dreadful. 10 episodes. Was that yeah. CBS? Was that in the pre-Colbert CBS days? I don't know. It was long. She, she Did was she on take Colbert Carson Daly's spot? She, I think she took Carson's spot. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. Remember when he was manorexic? This is the second time we talked about Carson Daly. <laughs> He's good. Um, last podcast, I talked about Carson Daly, too. Kevin Spacey does a good impression of him. Mm-hmm. That's for Olivia out there. Uh, Say so what are your three favorite Nick Cage movies? Mandy, Mandy, and uh, Matchstick Mad. Oh, I'm sorry. Can I change my answer? 
I was surprised you didn't say Kick-Ass. No. Uh, it seems like a movie that you would really like. I, I have a real answer to it. I once upon a time done. enjoyed Kick-Ass. Uh, it's certainly better than the second one, but no, it's not not like my favorite movie of his. Um, this is not a meme answer. This is th- These are my honest, true thoughts. Uh, Mandy, Ghost Rider, Con Air. Based. When I was a kid. Based ass line. When I was a kid, I loved Con Air and I loved National Treasure. I not, no, sorry. I still love Con Air. When I was a kid, I loved Ghost Rider and yeah, I loved. Yeah, I was going to say. You National know what I Treasure. fucking loved as a kid? Motherfucking Ghost Rider. That was a good movie. Mandy. He scared me. It, 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 Mandy's, of course, number one. The other two. Mandy. Well, no. Mandy, in, in this order. Mandy, Raising Arizona, an 8mm. I haven't seen either of those. You need to watch eight millimeter. It's a, it's a, it, it stars a young Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, I like him. It, it, uh, it's a grimy. It'll make you wanna. It'll make you wanna take a bath. Why is it filmed all with like a green hue? No, it's about snuff films. Oh, they're trying to procure snuff films to look for this missing girl. That was a joke just for you in our discussion on lighting. Uh, I don't like that though. I don't want to see that. You should watch Hardcore, starring George C. Scott. You should watch Hardcore. Jeff, Henry. that's one for you right there. I'm talking right at ya. Good movie. Yeah, hardcore. George C. Scott. He looks for his lost daughter, and he finds out she's doing porno. He has to watch her do a porno on a on a porno screen, and he starts screaming. Did Lawrence Fishburne direct it? Let's play a bit of it. <laughs> Why not? Fuck it. For me, Con Air, Mandy, and though I've, I'm going to get yelled at for having never finished the movie, Wild at Heart. Oh yeah, Wild at Heart's a great fucking movie. And oh yeah, Wild at Heart's a great film. We're also uh, there's two things I wanted to say. I also am giving an honorable mention to um, Werewolf Women of the SS. Was he uh, in that? Yeah, um, uncredited. And also, we have to remember he was in Moonstruck with Cher. Yeah, bad movie, not a good movie. I have seen that one. It's been on my list for a while. I know I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but when I saw Cher, mm-hmm. she would talk a lot in between songs. Um, the total opposite of Bob Dylan, who I saw a couple weeks ago, and he did not say one thing to the audience except for introduce his band members. I expected it. I'm not disappointed. I'm just saying it's a bizarre experience. No encore, just walked off stage. Um, Vampire's Kiss. Sorry. Vampire's Kiss. Um Surprised you didn't Tristan say the Astro Boy movie from when 2000. I, I hated that that movie. I boycotted that fucking movie. So, uh, Cher's talking about how she was in, just talking about her career and stuff. She's talking, and she says, yeah, and I was in a movie called Moonstruck with a little actor named Nicolas Cage. And all of the women start going apeshit in the audience. And I could not figure it out. These women were getting crazy for fucking Nicolas Cage. He's awesome. I mean, he's awesome. Yeah, Wild at Heart, that's another great one. I, I need to finish it. Uh, it's a great fucking movie. The best line in they Astro Boy is when they he They start says, listening to Tool. I'm going to steal the declaration of Astro Boy. Here's George Dumb. C. Scott reacting to his daughter having sex on camera. I think he showed me the first 15 minutes of it's this powerful, movie. Never it's a great it. film. It kind of turns into exploitation towards the end of it. Um, and for some, and uh, yeah, it's um, Paul Schrader. Hank? A very popular Calvinist filmmaker. You're Asak Schrader. <laughs> okay. Here's George C. Scott reacting to his daughter doing porn. Yeah, eggs made from plants. <laughs> JB? America? JB? Mr. Smooth? That is JB Smooth, isn't it? Turn it off. Turn it off. 
really sad it's a really good movie no i i wasn't playing that because lol crazy bad yeah. performance no it's uh it's a great movie paul schrader we, we watched like the first 15 or 20 minutes of that yeah, movie I, and then I, I i must have fallen asleep or something you like, left this whole time i thought that i had seen very few nick cage you've movies. seen a lot of nicholas cage movies yeah i wouldn't say a lot <laughs> listen he was one of the hottest at one point he was i and mean he, he he had like 12 mansions and you guys within the last 15 years he kind of got a reputation for doing like everything well, he, yeah he, he owes some money yeah, yeah. prolific um, gambler apparently yeah you guys are gonna shit on me for this because this is a very rudy answer but he has a small role in snowden that he does really well is that the is that well, that's the just Gordon Levitt one? Yeah, Joseph well, Gordon Levitt plays Edward Snow. I thought just uh, Justin Timberlake played him. There might have been two Snowden movies. Well, there was that's a joke. He never. I was going to say there was. He never played Edward Snowden. There was Citizen Four, the actual documentary, and then Snowden, the dramatization. He was on JRE. Three two one three two three nine five two one. That's Cocoa Beach, FLA. Three two one three two three nine five two one. It's time for the Horse House voicemail. Is brought to you in part by Jewel Electronic Cigarettes and Rockstar Energy Drink. Snap in and get energized with Rockstar. You're gonna feel like a rock star once you drink some of that delicious, delicious cold liquid today. We have four. Oh. Hey, here's Olivia, I think. Hey, guys. I just wanted to say hi. Oh, they're both doing voicemails at the same time. Love oh, you a lot. great. Happy Saturday. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, fuck. This is pretty clever. What bit? What bit are you talking about? I don't remember what bit I was doing. I think I called in and did some... Some bit about something. I don't know. There's some bit about having no bits. Okay. Yeah. What? Well. Some bit funny. about a dog barking or a guy driving a truck. You guys have out already? All right, guys. Have a good show. I love more? you. I'll see you later. Hope you guys are having sex regularly. Do you have anything? Billy! Oh, God. Is that Billy? I think, so. I think Billy's home. Yeah. Billy! Billy's home. Yeah. Get Billy. Oh, my Bill. God. Oh. Oh, it's going after you. Yeah. Hey, John Matthew. Billy's Doctor. boyfriend, John Matthew. The biblical name, John Matthew. Tristan's podcast. You know the one. Yeah. yeah. All right. Anyway. Oh, okay. No hello. Hey, bye bye. Thanks so much, Olivia. Hey, thanks for calling. Thanks in. for calling in, John yeah. Matthew. Thanks for calling in, John Matthew. The next three are from Kevin defending the honor of his father. <laughs> <laughs> I've been weeping i didn't want to blow the top on this too early uh i've been stressed for the past two weeks why we were i'm not gonna say unfairly cruel but we could have handled it better no kevin's kevin, dad was acting like a freak on a leash <laughs> to bruce no, willis no here's the thing kevin kevin channeled his frustrations for his father and we harnessed them like a spirit bomb and put it directly into, the, hip, simp for into the fucking hippocampus of bruce willis who now has been diagnosed <laughs> with aphasia and will be dead soon fuck i don't think aphasia kills you Do brain it? dead <laughs> what Ego death. he will be a husk of what he once was all right here shout out to is, hers you know how they died here's chris uh uh, yep. I just wanted to call in Best of both and worlds. say that, uh, yeah, hey, yeah, have a good show. 
I don't it's clever. really yeah. remember the bit that I was doing the entire time because it's been like 20 days well, until uh, I need I don't remember what bit I was doing. I think I just did, I called in and did some, some bit about something. I don't know. It's some bit about having no bits or something like that. Yeah. I'm funny. You tapping out already? All right, guys. Have a good show. This I sounds love you. I'll see you later. familiar. Love you very much, Chris. Always a pleasure. In love with your love and in love with you and Olivia. I'll kill myself without you guys. It's a three-minute video, and there's not a transcription available. It's a video? Did I say the video? Yeah, it's yeah. a three-minute voicemail. Voicemail. I'm going to cut it in. <laughs> Here's Chris. Hey, Chris here. Uh, I heard last episode uh, you're, you guys were making fun of me a little bit. I did call to apologize about abruptly leaving. And also, <laughs> why don't you guys make fun of Kevin? Why don't you guys turn it on to Kevin? Yeah. We, we made fun of his... The longest voicemails in history that I skip all the time. <laughs> so... It's just mean. Fuck. Uh, Yeah, come on. You say driving over or under a bridge? Over. Red Hot Chili Peppers. You say call Sean for Sean Day. Fucking dumb. No, I think most of the. Yeah, okay. This is an immersive experience. This is what New York traffic sounds like. Courtney Love is. There's one thing she did good. She was in Kansas City Choir Boy or something, a musical, mm. and there's a song that she sings. It's a depressing fucking song. Very a strange beauty. Listen to American radio. You can't understand this fucking shit. Fucking virtue signaling, virtue signaling, virtue signaling. I mean, he was, he did live in Tampa for a very long time. True. Yes, sir. Chris, talk to me about rap music sometime. Maybe a fly on the wall. Is he going through the radio? Yeah. Yeah. I think that was that once I was seven years old. Was that the sound of a car crash at the end? Places <laughs> wanted, like no, California, New York, New Jersey, and Texas. Nebraska's governor Pete Ricketts says his state doesn't need federal rent help anymore. He says we. You at at the game and that hot dog. Chris, is that you? It's crazy that Chris is starting a horse house ARG <laughs> where you have to figure out what order he did this in and solve the puzzle. He's going on that fucking cicada website. Yeah. 3301, brother. See, we're so nice. We play every voicemail. Yeah. It's entire, you know. And this doesn't count as talking about I want him. Chris to start calling into, like, big-time New York sports radio and do shit like this. Why don't we call into Howard Stern? And just Stern. talk about the Mets Spare for, them. like, 30 seconds and then just say, I'm going through a bridge. 
He put Stern out of business. Well, okay, now here's another three-minute. I hope it's more radio, uh, unironically. But it's from a different number. <laughs> I believe it's... It, called from a payphone. I think it may be Chris's... They still got payphones. Pretty sure it's Chris's Google Voice okay. email uh, number. Does it cost a dollar a minute? Hey, you're good, Zoe. Um, Oh. This is Kevin here. Oh, hi, oh, Kevin. Oh, hi, Kevin. I, I thought that, you know, three, two three-minute voicemails in a row, it'd have to be the same thing. I heard Kevin's voice. My heart jumped. Right? He's well, coming. It's so, it's so good to hear Kevin, but also I'm a little afraid of Kevin. Well, I want to say this. No matter what, no matter what he says here, whether he's kind to us, whether he's mad at us, Kevin got the last laugh. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, uh, he is a 100%. dead man. 100%. Mr. Wilson is fucked. Mr. Wilson? <laughs> <laughs> He's fucked. Here's Kev. Just, uh, look, I'm in no, fuck, there's no moral quandary here. I understand this is a parasocial relationship, so it's strange for me to continue a conversation (laughs) off of you replying to my voicemail prompt. (laughs) And it's weird for me to to reply, so I just like to, the irony isn't lost on me. Um, I know we're only friends because I pay you guys on Patreon every month to <laughs> talk to me and interact with me. And I He's sharpening it. a blade right now. You're, pay, said, you're paying three guys in Mozambique. Duty, um, if I didn't defend the honor of my father. What did I say? Um, which is why I've taken dick pills and I have tickets to Florida. <laughs> all of you. Good luck finding us. Are you going to give Get us the ready. dick pills? Uh, <laughs> 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 no, but actually... Uh, I mean, I was giving you guys the benefit of the doubt. I was giving you a benefit of the doubt, assuming you would just fill in parts of the story and, like, assume that the conversation between my dad and Bruce Willis probably wasn't so, like, abrupt and direct. Mm, Because my dad is, I mean, uh, like, he's a, you know, he's a CEO. He's a pretty good talker. He knows how to interact with other famous people. Uh, you know, huh. not bragging. Met Bill Clinton. Really? Uh, James I'm little Saint James. Clear <laughs> in public. Uh, huh. Hung out with uh, J Lo, things like that. He knows how to interact with people. He doesn't get like starstruck and just like, oh, you want to go on plane? Huh. So What's well, how you told it? Interaction and a normal request at an event where the barrier of entry to the event is being very rich and famous, and it's not to say you I'm know so my scared. dad is so cool. Even though, I mean, you know, there are levels and you guys are at the bottom. And, you, know, <laughs> you couldn't even be allowed to talk to him, is really what I'm saying. But the reality is, is like at this event, it's a strange way to interact with someone at the event. Because it's like, not like he's a stranger off the street who is just like, uh, like oh, I fly other people. So it's like my dad has a fucking, you know, like his plane. He's in an expensive event where like kind of the... the the assumption is anyone who's there and talking to you and interacting with you is someone else of like valid relevance isn't just like gonna like swoon over you. So again, my dad probably had a very much more normal interaction than I've explained. I just assumed you guys would kind of pick that up, but instead you uh, micromanaged me secondhand accounting a conversation that happened probably 10, 15 years ago. I was lacking the context. Those assholes get those chainmail gloves ready because Papa's coming, and he's coming to defend his dad's honor. Uh, love you guys. Love the show. Love you very much, Kevin. <laughs> love you, Kevin. I'm very sorry. 
Um, I no, didn't but, know your dad was in Bohemian Grove, Kevin. I'm sorry. We made fun funny. of his dad, and he responded by calling back and saying, "My dad has a lot of connections." <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a tread lightly. B- fucking basically, voicemail. Uh, but we do apologize, uh, Kevin. Uh, we we did not know the context. Um, you didn't really. Any context you could have given us, you gave us like the exact opposite of what actually happened. So the owner of the Ottawa Senators just died. So maybe Kevin was just like getting some practice in before he flew down mm. here. <laughs> That's a sports thing, right? Moving on. Hockey. Three two one three two three nine five two one. That's Cocoa Beach, Florida. Three two one three two nine five two one. Thank you so much for listening and calling in and having a good time with us. Eighty five episodes in the book. What's going on here now? Oh, really? For real? Already? Love that sound. What? Just think, 85 weeks from now, we'll be on episode 170. True. What? Thank you for listening, everybody. You're all sweet. Goodbye. We love our fans. Be kind while there's still time. We'll see you later. Bye-bye. God bless. there.